got myself a crying dog and sleep and walk and live and die. Got to do my best to please her just cause she's a living dog. Hello and welcome to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast. This features the open-minded musings of two mid-40s, late, sorry, late 40s legends. Ah, it's coming up, up fast, man. Staring the at summer's the coming up. Yeah. The summer of entertainment relevance is upon us. Yes. Uh, I am your co-host, Bill Scurry of American Caesar Enterprises, which of course, as everybody knows, is the florist to the stars. So I'm very proud of this. The Big Quisting did an event for Winston Flowers, which is a big flower-selling concern. I love when you call a business a concern, a concern. in the Boston area. Yeah. A family and concern. A family concern. They're concerned. They don't run this business. They're just concerned yeah. with it. Such a, uh, such anyway, a they, metaphor. You're it's a big them. name in florists in Boston, but hey, you know. And we did a quiz for their staff a few weeks ago, and it was a monster hit. We had, we had questions about flowers, which was really fun. Uh, it was really, it was, it's nice. I like, I like, uh, I like that my company does a broad debate. Well, they, 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 I was reminding recently we did an event for a funeral home. I just, I love when we, oh, we did florists. Well, they, the, the Winston, together. Winston florists pivoted from cigarettes and, uh, they did a pretty good job of picking <laughs> a, a growth market. Something that didn't give you cancer, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm tired of selling death. Let's, let's sell life. Yeah. Flowers. Let's go to the, uh, anyway. The Paul Mall Florist Company or. Paul Mall. <laughs> red, red, uh, what is it? Red Strike. Lucky Strike. Cool. Yeah. Cool florist. Guys. My grandfather uh, on Long Island in the '80s had um, he used to smoke Pall Malls in a soft pack, and he would keep them in the breast pocket of his shirt. And so, you know, there's that. I came up with a family of smokers. I mean, every single branch, everybody in the family smoked. Really? It was just what they did. did back you, then. Does your mom smoke, or did she, she did smoke? for for a good number a good number right. of fifty years or so? She smoked. Jesus, um, maybe forty years, hard to tell. But yeah. So the thing is, I. You know the 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 smell. First of all, it was all a lot of soft packs in the early '80s until it changed to hard hard box. But right. th- that's the crush. I never understood crush proof box. Like I bet if I put this in an industrial crusher, it, 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 would, it would finish. <laughs> in up. an industrial you know, like a, one of the car crushers. I bet you. I bet you the cigarette pack wouldn't survive. Uh, I don't know. I heard those gears groaning. It's putting up a fight before it, <laughs> it finally crushes. No, but I, I remember the smell of tobacco, of unburned tobacco when you they peel the thing off the top, and it was I, I don't like I said maybe it's just the the uh, halcyon uh, golden rays of, of of you know youth I'm thinking of the smell yeah. of the smell of tobacco somehow being a bit of nostalgia, mm-hmm. but I I think kids now don't realize how much of the world's you know even. There was no tobacco in my home except when my grandmother came to visit. See, but, then, but you just smell—you smell tobacco in restaurants yeah. and in, you know on the street. And now, I mean, I see people complaining. They're like, "Well, oh, I wish I don't like the smell of pot. I wish we went back to more tobacco on the street than pot." But no, I don't agree. I don't want that either. No. Anyway, yeah. so who who is this tobacco smoking oh, shill frontman uh, for William William Morris that I'm talking about? I, right I have not. I'm trying to remember the last time I had a cigarette was probably 15 years ago. When have you ever had a cigarette? Yeah, sure. I've had plenty of cigarettes. When I, when, there was a guy I used to smoke cigarettes with just as a social thing when I was in Carolina. Right. I've had a few when I was loaded back when I was a, a younger person. Just it was. When's just, the last time? When's the last time you had a cigarette? A cigarette? It's been a long time. Yeah. It's probably been twenty years. But I have I have pipe and cigars and shit like that. So I. Oh, that's right. You're one of those. I, I like tobacco only if you pull it into your mouth and get rid of it, but not inhaling it. The last the last time I had a cigar, I remember was at. My sister's engagement party. So we're talking 1999. That's a long ass time ago, my and friend. That that marriage is now is yeah. no longer 
existent. And then, I think that's the last time I asked. No, that's not true. I had it at my buddy's bachelor party in 2013, so 10 years ago. The last time I had a cigarette, I'm pretty sure, was I was dating this woman. I went on a couple dates with her, and she was a smoker. We were at an outdoor concert at the South Street Seaport, seeing Ted Leo, who's great. And she had a cigarette, and I'm like, sure, I'll have one. And I, that was probably oh seven. What was the? What was your relation? Was it just an, an occasional cigarette for for no good reason? I think at my peak, I was a pack a month. That's what really? I used to say. I so can't, you remember when you met me? Yeah. What was I doing, Bill? When the first time you saw me, what was I doing? Uh, that's a good question. You I know. was probably smoking a cigarette when you first saw me. Really, I, I don't remember that at wow. all. Wow. I was performing oh, on the Lower East Side of Manhattan you with a, your wife. You had a smoke. That is true. Right. As a character, a stage character, and that character, when you could still smoke in venues like that, would smoke cigarettes. And I carried around a pack of camels with me. And if I did a 10-minute set, I would probably have two cigarettes. And then the bar afterwards, I'd have another. Then they made smoking illegal. I'm still doing the character. I would just hold the cigarette without smoking Unlit, it. yeah. And then they, you know, you couldn't smoke in bars, and I stopped doing stand-up, and I would have the occasional cigarette if I was outdoors with someone smoking. I think my early years in New York, I, you know, if I was if I was at a bar, I would have a cigarette. If so, I I rarely bought it if someone offered it to me. If a woman was smoking, and I, you know, I carried around a. I remember my smooth move was I'd carry around a lighter to light their cigarette. Very nice. And actually, this woman said to, I made a joke. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, and she said. You, you should say I don't smoke, but I like to start fires. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, and it didn't work, though. Uh, anyway, my name is Noah Tarno. I'm the founder and the senior quiz master of The Big Quiz Thing, the preferred trivia provider of Winston Flowers. And funeral homes everywhere. And and the Ballard Duran funeral home. That was a good gig. We should mm. do, not to drop names or anything, you show off. Not to Ballard Duran, you know, not to drop names. You know, everyone, everyone, everyone all the cool kids, when they die, go to Ballard Duran. <laughs> So um, I don't even remember what that is. Uh, anyway, uh, hey, welcome to the show. You know, we talk at the new, we talk about the new stuff, the the hot stuff, the stuff kids are talking about, the stuff all over the, Ooh, the series your, of tubes. Watch your fingers, interwebs. man. It's hot. Yeah, yeah. And this this week, I believe this is miss miss my idea, Bill. Uh, we're talking about. I mean, short shelf life on this. Come on. Am I honest? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's, that, it's okay. That Daily Beast article we talked about already said it was over, like three days after it started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this was definitely uh, I, a flash in a pan, for sure. Yeah, I was seeing this on Facebook, wondering what it's about, and then I read a little. Uh, if you don't know this, because all IP must be juiced, this July we are getting Barbie the movie, the live-action movie, directed by Greta Gerwig, co-written by Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach, and starring Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, uh, Kate McKinnon. Everyone Will else, Farrell, quite literally. A bunch of people I hadn't heard of Simu, before. Simu Liu. Yeah, I so uh, who was what was he in? He was Shang Chi. He was Shang Chi. Yeah, Thank you. Which had the best San Francisco public bus being destroyed scene I've ever seen. All shot on a green screen anyway, in Atlanta, Georgia. But hey, who's, who's going to quibble? So, I believe in Tuesday, last Tuesday, the only news story that happened is that <laughs> the uh, the the trailer was released, which is a fun little trailer. Oh yeah, yeah. And in concert with that, they kind of spread this, you know, they made these little images, the sort of Mattel burst, because Barbie's still a Mattel property, with pictures of the characters and a little, ta- you know, the Barbie line was Barbie is everything. And the Ken line is Ken is just Ken. And then the other characters, and, and most of the characters are other Kens or other Barbies, you know. And then I don't, did Mattel make this AI generator thing or was this some 
out, I think this was an official Mattel thing that created this oh, web. It, it was. I mean, the, the idea platform. that, you know, I don't know who Mattel went to. I mean, Mattel, I, I think Mattel is also owned by, no, Mattel is, it's, I was going to say Kenner is owned by Hasbro, but, but Mattel, really? is, Mattel is still Mattel. Yeah, Kenner, that, okay. that happened in the I 90s. Didn't know that. Um, who owns Ideal? Who owns Marks? Who owns Coleco? Who owns Worlds of Wonder? Just remembering uh, toy companies yeah, from our childhood. from yesteryear. The, the Parker Brothers worked really hard on this. Well, the Parker Brothers. What isn't there some story that like five toy companies turned down Star Wars figures, and Kenner yeah. said, I believe, "Fuck it, we'll try it." I believe and that they, was. I believe that that was true. Yeah. yeah there's no shortage yeah. of information. Every right. single bit of Star Wars has been picked over for maximal I, maximal uh, research. Come on. Yeah, so uh, like you said, Noah, this is a uh, we're talking about a sticky barrage of memes, which coincided with that drop uh, up on a day which nothing else happened, for which yeah, there, nothing in the world, for which there was no need for um, static or, or cut through the chaff or whatever you want to call it. And uh, yeah, the, the well, we need we need more hours of footage of a car driving down a highway and yeah, a plane taking yeah. off from uh, West Palm Beach yeah. Airport. Yeah, Greta, Greta Gerwig is the. Um, Active ingredient here. Greta Gerwig, so far, this is going to be her third movie. She made, uh, up till now, she made Lady Bird and Little Women, which I would say were more cultural bellwethers. They did really well amongst a certain sect of people. They didn't, and uh, Lady Bird was nominated for a couple of uh, Oscars. Uh, Little Women, I think, for performance, but not for Best Picture Director. And that was actually, uh, I mean, it's a side note, but that was kind of one of those little, um, she, got, she got some... Um, uh, I say quiet or smooth protests on the red carpet that year that Lady Bird came out. Anyway, so if people are looking forward to this, uh, Greta Gerwig is a different kind of director. She's a sort of very um, synthetic in her influences. People have no idea what the movie's going to be about So because the plot hasn't been revealed. The trailer itself that gives very little away other than some images yeah. that you can maybe discern. It's very stylish. I mean, I think it's a great trailer. Oh, I yeah, think even if you don't know the plot... It gives you an idea. These are the Barbie characters well, come to life. There's this plastic, stylish element. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to see this movie, but I thought this was well, a good trailer. I'm definitely going to see it. You know, because right. every right. single... Every I mean, I might. If a friend wanted to go and wanted me to come Every single along, toy thing no. recently has, like you said, all IP has been juiced. And so we've had Transformers done every which way. Spider-Man's been done every... You know, everybody knows... Yeah, it's a Tetris movie. Well, the Tetris is a story yeah, of the Yeah, that's more like right? a capitalist making of sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, it's like, and you don't quite know, is it going to be like the Lego movie, which, you know, used the form of Lego, but made a very sort of um, sophisticated and, and, and dense joke narrative with also a lot of um, emotionality and, and kind the, of sentiment. The meaning of Lego. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't just about trying to sell the toys. It was like using the toys as a way to do a lot of different things with them between the Lego movie, Batman movie, etc. Um, but yeah, like Noah said, Margot Robbie, who's our, our, our leading actress of the moment, maybe with the exception of, um, I don't know, she doesn't have too much uh, competition. She's sort of at the top of her food chain for the moment. Well, wish, I mean, I, I think of her as being Harley Quinn, but what's the obvious thing that she, uh, I, Tanya and, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, that's right. She was I, Tanya. Yeah. I yeah. She's, she got an Oscar nomination for that. So, yeah. oh my God. I was at a party last night with this, I was at the Seder last night. We did a Seder on Saturday night. Happy Pesach, by the way. And this woman was just, for some reason, someone brought up, yeah, the Oscars. And she just went on some rant about how the Oscars are bullshit and every movie that's won in the last 10 years didn't deserve to win. And her example of a movie that should have won was I, Tanya. And I'm like, well, I liked I, Tanya, but like, this is the hill you're going to die on? I, Tanya should have won this picture? Like, she was really adamant about this. I'm like, okay. okay. I mean, I really liked I, Tanya. Yeah. I don't know if it was best picture. I thought it was great, but like, I'm not going to, you know, shout about it being robbed at the Oscars. 
Uh, let's see. Picking up where I left off. Where did yeah. I, where did I well, leave Well, but off? let's talk about the memes here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this yeah. is the thing. There's this AI meme generator. Basically, you know, the little Mattel burst. This is Barbie, whatever. Barbie, July 21st. And you could take, they say selfie. You take a picture of yourself. You put it up there. You change the text. Yes. It could be Barbie or Ken, and you add a little witty thing about and yourself. Pe- and people are posting people this on their were Facebook. Photoshopping pages. it anyway. Instagram. That was yes. one of the things they that were it, they were doing their own Photoshop, and then they made the AI gen. Yeah, and I mean, I I mean, people were kind of like um, getting something more precise. They obviously had um, uh, clearer issues about how they wanted to sort of piss take the meme. But it's like I think you have to understand that um, the tone of the movie, as it was, you know conveyed through the trailer is that people understood when the production still started coming out that it, it, it is um, suffused in what people are now calling Barbie core, which is kind of a, a little bit of a side <laughs> issue. You know, the idea that the characters are quite literally, this is not people bringing Barbie into the real world and like uh, making her live in, you know, a career woman in San Francisco. I think this takes place in a Fantasia where everything is like in the world of yeah, Barbie. They're in, they're in Barbie. They're a, she's a Barbie girl in a Barbie world Correct. too. You to know, use the, to beat beat a song lyric to death, yeah, yeah, and so the there's a winking, ironic camp, and I'm assuming it's going to be an arch feminist uh, tone to the movie. That seems to be, and so the idea that this thing was allowing people to play inside the irony of it, or at least you know, it wasn't a straight up marketing campaign. Where here's a character poster of someone you're supposed to think is cool in, a, in an IP movie coming up. Because there's also another mm-hmm. trans, there's another Transformers thing coming up right now, where, appa- where apparently the, the Transformers turn into robot uh, uh, jungle animals, and so like there's like that. I don't know. I'm just saying, like this is the IP it's fighting with, and it's going to be a completely different lane this summer. Um, anyway. Yeah, and and the other weird thing was that you know, like you said, the Ken thing with Gosling was that his deck, his type said he's just Ken, and the trailer yes. makes it seems like Ryan Gosling's performance, I think, is going to be a little bit of a piss take. Like the girls are going to have yeah. real power again. Uh, the Barbie line yeah. was toys focused on girls, and there are many different races of Barbie represented in this movie, like Issa Rae, and I, I can't remember. Yeah. The, well. I can't yeah. the Asian actress, but the idea the, like the, the, as a black a black woman is a president Barbie. There's a, he, there's a, a heavy court justice a heavy Barbie. Barbie and, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, lawyer it's Barbie. The movie, the movie is both a celebrate. My impression, both a celebration of Barbie and a piss take on Barbie. But Mattel has to be through the roof because it's not just people creating these selfie things. It's people doing you know characters. So the, the obvious one is we talked about Succession a few weeks ago. Ken, you know Kendall Roy from Succession. And then you can put whoever you want. So you and I, Bill and I were texting each other with icons of our inside jokes. So we did a Gigi Allen one. Yes. We did a, a Werner Herzog one, George Plimpton. Klaus Kinski. Steve, <laughs> Klaus Kinski, Steve Flack, uh, Rod Stewart, and Saul Rosenberg. And you might not know who some of those people are, but uh, our inside, they, they are... They are threaded through the inside jokes that Bill and I, yeah. uh, that our, our friendship is, is the, rooted in. The twisted, in. So sticky webs that go between our brains across yeah. thousands and thousands of Dude, miles. Dude, you got to do a Cobra Commander one and post it. Uh, well, it's a, little, it's a little over now, but... Um, yeah, you know. It's already over. So, you know, there have been other, you know, pe- people doing whatever, characters themselves. Uh, it's the marketing campaign, and it's an interactive marketing campaign, and this app thing is AI, so somehow it... It makes the images generally look really good. Yeah. 
like an like an actual graphic designer did it. So sorry, everyone who's going to lose their jobs, which is most of us. Well, they they had you know uh, Stranger Things. I want to say season two did one of these two where you would type in type into a generator and it made the Stranger really? Things logo say whatever you typed it. And so um, I remember. So they just gave away the font. No, I mean, but, the, but the font doesn't like, take AI to do no, that. No, I know, but it's like it used the background that sort of hazy uh, haunted house type of background and all that shit. Yeah, and so, like, me and Nick Nadell, friend of the show, were bouncing them back and forth by a text. That was years ago now. But it's a little bit of that, like, oh, you get to play the home game. And um, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, you know, you, get, you, you, make it, you make it fun. You, make, you want advertising that people interact so, with. So uh, the aforementioned article that Noah said in uh, Daily Beast from this guy Kevin Fallon, who I believe is their style editor, he said. And that yes, and he, he is the namesake of the Felonian scale. Yes, that's that true. He, it's yeah. taken over him. Yeah. So, yeah, he had a pretty good set of quotes here. He says, the poster rollout was brilliant. It gave us the most minimal roadmap possible for understanding the footage that, had, that was to come by at least knowing which of the many famous faces in the cast, from Robbie to Will Ferrell to Kate McKinnon, were versions of Barbies or Kens, which were playing other characters. Turned out to be helpful, as the trailer itself offered not a, an iota of plot detail, something that would normally uh, enrage the online horde, but it was instead forgiven because of how bright, pink, and delightful the rest of the publicity has been. So I'd say it's kind of like a crisp, clean, whip-crack rollout. Uh, for this sort of thing. So, Noah, yeah, I mean, there was a couple of different things that we could have talked about. I think this was the most mm-hmm. fun and, and pastel of them that was sort of worth right. the discussion. So how did it get under your skin? This yeah, week? I mean, this is fun. I mean, I, I like we said, it's small, it's limited, it's probably all year, already over. But, you know, you and me passing around pictures of Gigi Allen and Rod Stewart is fun, Rod you Stewart. know, and... <laughs> it. it if someone really wants to know what our inside joke about Rod Stewart is, it's you can I get mean, you can guess what it is. Yeah. It's a little well, maybe look up Rod Stewart on Snopes and then just know it's NSFW. Uh, I mean, this is this is fun and what a what a great marketing campaign idea. I mean, Kevin Fallon annoyed me a little because he's like, ooh, they they deputized you know uh, the audience to to market for them. That's that's nefarious but inspired. Like, come on, people have been doing that for years. I mean. Calvin Klein selling $80 shirts that are just his logo is deputizing people to, you know, basically it's been decades we've paid companies to advertise I mean, for them. Star Trek was, they invented this. The fans got it on the, into movies in well, the first place. Yeah, they yeah, they exactly. self-actualized the whole franchise. For right. So this is a quick, easy, fun, accessible way to do it. So whoever came up with this in the Mattel, I mean, I guess it's not Mattel. It's, I mean, Mattel working with whatever the film Whoever came up with Warner's is doing distros. Okay, fine. Whoever came up with this idea deserves a raise. Great idea. It works. It's gotten people excited. I would I would barely know there's a Barbie movie, and now maybe I'll go see it, right? I said before I wouldn't, but maybe. You know. So brilliant. Brilliant. You make something fun that people want to do, regardless of, you know, don't feel like it's a task. Um I like the preview, uh, even though I'm probably not going. I thought it was stylish. It used uh, Beach Boys, fun, 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 in a very great way. Good song. Um, you know, it, we're all a little tired of pop music being reconfigured for movie trailers, but this worked. This worked. Uh, and I will say this. Like, it's a little AI generator. I don't know what's so AI about it. Uh, I am one of these people who's terrified of AI. Very scared. And, uh, you know, maybe this is the way to do it. And, you know, the fun, easy, right way. Uh, also, how our society has moved into everyone's got to be their own marketer, their own PR agent. Uh, everyone is so self, uh, self-obsessed. self the, the self-regard is through the roof. Also, like we said, the juicing of the IP. So you take all these things I think are nefarious trends, AI, 
you know, uh, egomania and self-regard, self-marketing, uh, juicing every last bit of IP for a movie. I mean, Barbie, come on. Like, we were boys, but every girl we knew, we assumed had a Barbie, right? Probably. And Barbie, it hasn't. Like, apparently, it still sells. I, I found this stat. Barbie sales dip between 2014 and 2018. But in 2021 and last year, Barbie generated $1.68 billion and $1.49 billion in sales, respectively. I don't understand. There's something missing there. Barbie. Oh, in the two years. Sorry. 21, it was 1.68 billion. 22, it was 1.49 billion. So, you know, introduced in the 40s, this is still a, a one of the absolute tip-top brands in American toys. And, and maybe still number one for quote-unquote girl toys. There's still that pink aisle at Toys R Us. Yeah, that's true. That, I, that you and I always skipped when we were kids. Um, so, you know, powerful IP. I mean, what's next? The Coke bottle movie? Just an image people recognize. And, um, you know, this is a way to do these nefarious things, the milking of the IP, the constant self-regard, the use of AI, and make something fun and seemingly harmless and, you know, in service of, it could be a good movie. It could be a good movie. And this is a fun way to market it. So it's a light topic, but, you know, it gets a thumbs up for me. Uh, the, the whole topic of studios pushing films through marketing budgets, you know, there's that common wisdom that says take the budget of a movie and, and uh, multiply it by two to get the actual cost, not just of production, but then of pressing a movie. Yeah. Yep. I mean, again, it's pretty much not just a movie. I'm, I'm talking about an app development project yeah. now. And, and we're, I keep saying, like, look, building the app is step one, man. And, we got to sell this fucking and thing. That, and you're, you're talking about people adopting Hollywood-type thinking in, in, this, in this regard. Yeah, and it's, it's um, it, you know, it's voodoo economics. I don't know if we can still use that term if it's insensitive. But, I mean, I'll, I'll coin it. Or I'll, I'll use it. I'll employ it oh, in this oh, phrase. Oh, because the term voodoo? Yeah. I, you get my point, though. I, I never is, thought is of that, that. You know, this stuff is this is the, the stuff that movie studios claim why no movie ever nets out of profit. You know, like to, to not pay people if they have back-end points or whatever it is they're trying to claim. Um, I still remember when I heard that Forrest Gump lost money. Like, well, how is that possible? The answer is it didn't, but they claimed by shady bookkeeping and, you know, two sets of but books. But who believes that? Like, how, like... Oh, they believe anyway, it. People, they believe it. That's all that matters. They don't believe it. They just... But th this is, you know, considering how much bad marketing there is and how uh, truly, like, ridiculous and tedious some of this shit is, this is one of those instances where it looks like the, the one out of 87 movies where the marketing actually stumbled onto something that was clever, that was timely. And again, it's many, many months. This movie doesn't come out until um, July 21. It's a summer tent pole is what it's going to be. It's a big deal. Um, you know, it's going to be out there with Transformers and all the rest of the shit coming down the pike. I'm sure there's a this, There's Marvel another Comics. Transformers movie this summer, really. Yeah, yeah. And Marvel Comics has got one. I'm sure The Flash is going to be in early July. I forget when that drops, too. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant, like, Marvel was publishing a Barbie comic. Oh, no. No, I don't know. I'm what's just... What's the Marvel movie this summer? What's coming out? I, for, uh, I forget. Uh, that's a good question. Um... I couldn't tell you. And this summer, DC is doing flat. When is Aquaman 2 coming out? Is that this summer? I too? think that may be a beginning of next year or perhaps a fall, a fall drop. Yeah. Anyway, the thing is, is that, uh, I'm, you know, it is, it looked like it was wise. It, it wisely used the footage. Um, and, and, you know, I will say this confidently is that Greta Gerwig is a great filmmaker. She's a great actor. She's a great filmmaker. She's very au courant right now. Um, she, and she's a, I would say a pivotal transformational figure in film uh, because there aren't too many people like her who came out of the ranks of acting with her style. She was a mumblecore person 
Uh, she hooked up a lot of Chicago people and made a lot of these um, sort of uh, people made up the made up the scenes through improv- improvisation um, and, and experiments and things like that. And she, you know, has gotten sort of to the top of her form in certain ways by doing what she knows really well. She's she's a theater nerd. She's a trained actor, and her life partner is Noah Baumbach, a guy who has made a lot of movies that have been very entertaining over the years. So I think that Barbie's going to be a great movie. Uh, I can't guarantee that, but I think it's going to be interesting. I think her doing it is kind of what flips this thing on its ear because it's not just, you know, Disney selling Tinkerbell 2 right to VHS or some sort of unimaginative safe uh, thing. This looks like it's actually pretty audacious. Um you know, and again, there's a lot. Of, yeah, it could it could be really good. It certainly looks like they're not. Yeah, they're not. And I, you know, I think that some, they're putting it out there with care. I guess. Something that is uh, to get like Greta Gerwig for her her much anticipated third movie. It's you know a lot of people. There's again, it's, it may not be a blockbuster. Well, this may be a blockbuster, even if Mark, uh, uh, Robbie, even if uh, Greta Gerwig's other two movies were very influential and they were critical successes. This could be her first breakthrough. And I think that this was a marketing campaign that helped. It's very much in line with the kind of movie it looks like she made. A heavy dose of irony, mm. a lot of camp, like I said. Probably there's a lot of fans. Uh, they're, they're auguring to get queer fans in there, I'm sure. And people, Yeah, people- I mean, there's definitely some Barbie appeal to that. The, 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 the trailer has a very, like the tag at the end of the trailer. Yeah. Very male homoerotic Mm-hmm. Dialogue exchange. Yeah. yeah, talk about beaching each other off or something like yeah, that. Yeah, be, let's beach each other off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, uh, what does that mean? So I, 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 yeah, I like this a lot. Uh, and it's exciting and it's interesting. And now, because when I started doing the research for this, it's like, shit, I got to wait till July 21? Like, what other movies am I, <laughs> what am I honestly looking forward to in the in the, in the the cinema space that's going to come out before July 21? This, right. this may be it right now, as far as I'm concerned. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Ken. Why is everyone... On the books of face, the grams of Insta, the talks of tick, while it's, while it's still legal in the United States, why is everyone posting their own Barbie faces, their Barbie memes, their, you know, why are they using the Barbie AI generator and having fun, you know, being deputized for free uh, promoting this movie made by a giant corporation? Yeah, I'll tell you, on my Gab and Truth Social accounts, it blew up big this week. It was huge. <laughs> Truth. So, how desperate are you to call your thing truth? So, it's so ridiculous. Uh, yeah, you know, Fucking pathetic. Here's the thing: babies. once Greta Gerwig came on board, uh, the follow-up to Little Women, which I guess now is at least four years old or so, there was it's Little Men. Little Men. There, there was all- that. That was. I'm, you think I'm joking, but that was the sequel to the book. Oh, I know. Little yeah, no, I know. I didn't read it. I didn't I read it, but that's what it was. Called. I, I don't know. I don't know. There was a lot of pop excitement about the project, for sure. Again, people thinking that um, it could be the thing that makes Greta Gerwig an A-list director, someone who's writing, you know, who can do her particular brand of intimate character study, maybe and in, in the ability to juggle something that's a big blockbuster for a studio, which is which is really cool. So, you know, female audiences, and you know, not in particular, I mean, or in particular, but not limited to, love her work. Uh, and, you know, there's an intersection of those people who understand the IP, the relationship that me and Noah don't have. You know, we certainly understand what it is, but we don't play with Barbies. We well, have... but we, we know the power because even if we never played with Barbies, yes. it was... Yeah, it's... If you would ask us when we were kids, what's the number one brand for girls of toys? I mean, we would have said Cabbage Patch Kids for a couple of years, but other than that, we would have said... My that Little Ponies. This thing, we, there was, My Little Ponies was a big one. You know, but Barbie snorks, also, even then we knew... Monchichi. 
I don't think they made Snorks toys. I no, think it was just the cartoon. Right. Underwater Smurfs. But no, I think Barbie just, like, we even knew then it was old, right? Oh, Barbie yeah. had this, like, it had always been there. It was the queen of girl it was, toys. By the 80s, I it suppose. was already 40 years old or thereabouts. Yeah. I think it was late 50s, but late, yeah. Okay. So maybe 30. Okay. So look, this has a lot of, you know, this has a lot of purchase for um, popularity. You know, the memes are a way to deal yourself in to the excitement. As we all know, you get to play the home game. That's very important. Um, not everything goes this way. You know, most things are just posters that are on uh, taxi toppers and bus sides and, 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 you know, subway stops and things like that. And that's a very passive kind of like bombing with images that are risable. But this is something else that allows you to, you know, it's just a small little thing. It just, it took you six seconds to, to find it, you know, for me to find a picture of Klaus mm-hmm. Kinski, upload it to the thing and change the type. It says this, it said this can, uh, what, what was the, this can, oh, this can is my best fiend, which of course was, that was the name of, uh, that was the name of Werner Herzog's movie about this. It's just the concept of mashing up Barbie with Klaus Kinski. But and, somebody at Warner's... But or, you could do that. You could do that's that. That's what I'm saying. They were smart enough to leave it on our yeah. hands to do stuff like that. They, they right. didn't, We have a George Plimpton Barbie. Yeah, the George Plimpton. You're the George Plimpton Barbie. Yeah. Oh, but uh, I tell you, I was in CVS last week. This kid blew a fit because his mom wouldn't buy him CVS brand, uh, George, George Plimpton 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 Brand Aids. Branded, uh, yeah, Band-Aids. Band-Aids. But, oh, um, inside joke. I mean, I think, I think all pop movies... There's no reason why in in our you know it, it's it's we live in a quixotic age. Uh, everything there's no such thing as a one one size fits all standard. All uh, huge pop movies should be thinking of the same way. You know I know that the, yeah. the marketing departments in these studios are given to a lot of terrible groupthink, and they you know they, all they do some, all they do sometimes is execute what senior VPs and things like that tell them what to right. do. I get what, I get what that, can we do to get what can we do to get big on TikTok? I get that let's go all in on TikTok. There are a lot of talented people who are in charge of marketing who are in marketing who aren't in charge of marketing who acquit a lot of terrible ideas handed to them. You know that they have to right. go out there and do. You know, in fact, this weekend, uh, Mary. Mario Brothers hit Super Mario Brothers, the animated movie, which comes from Universal, struck. And it's going to be enormous. And the thing is, it's like, um, now you have, that's since 1985, the character in the video games have done the work for you. You don't need an AI generator of Mario. You've had all this stuff out there for a long time. It just sells itself. However, you know, it's like, it's extremely, um, you know, like every time someone sat down to play Mario Kart or something like that, that is a way of dealing yourself in. The, the the advertising for Mario Brothers could have been more robust and flexible, but they didn't. They went traditional posters, TV spots, making sure that, mm-hmm. that the images of Mario were in the places they needed to be, and the characters looked mm-hmm. like what you thought they were going to look like, and right. it's splash huge. It's going to have well, apparently the biggest opening since Frozen, is what they're saying in terms of animated uh, Are you fucking serious? The biggest op- the animated of opening. Of any movie or animated, animated since Frozen? Since Frozen, yeah. Or Frozen the 2. The original maybe, Frozen. Maybe Frozen 2. Which Frozen was, 2. Come on. Terrible. That's not half as impressive. Frozen, mm-hmm. Frozen Eight, we're probably unanimated. So yeah, uh, at this point. Also, yeah, uh, uh, could you uh, say that the idea that um, people were into Barbie core to begin with, too, the whole pastel pink, sort of like eighty spandex, uh, you know, sports bras, lycra pants, um, roller skates, and stuff like that. When the yeah. when the production stills of this got out in the first place. That was what people had snapped, I think, on the Venice boardwalk or wherever they shot this. And it was a clear indicator that's like, oh, you guys are going all in on this aesthetic. And so I think Barbie core means a number of different things. It just doesn't mean dressing like the thing. I think it has a lot to do with bold, femi sort of pink diglo colors. Right. And, a, and a kind of an artificial yeah. veneer of it, you which is it. both 
I think, fun for people and also a comment on it. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, this is, you know, look, the, the, the making your own little Barbie face thing is fun and easy. And uh, we are probably among thousands and thousands of pairs of people who are using this to, to you know, repeat their inside jokes for the eight billionth time. Um, it's like I said, someone in some marketing department deserves a raise because this is so brilliant. It is whatever you want it to be. It can be innocent, right? You know, there's nothing wrong with a, a little a little girl who loves Barbie putting her face and making a little thing and printing that out and hanging it up or, or sharing it with her friends. Uh, it can be dirty like some of the jokes we shared. It can be whatever characters you want. It can be your face. It can be your friend's face. Um, you can hype yourself, which people love, right? It's nostalgia. You know, the IP, but not just the IP, nostalgia for Barbie. I'm sure a lot, a lot of, especially women, are nostalgic for their childhood when they loved Barbie or when they, you know, Barbie was just there, you know, even if they didn't love it, their friends loved it or they had a Barbie that they never played with. I, I feel mean, like my sister had a, a few Barbies and I think she never I'm saying played we would have interfaced with Barbie ourselves in some indirect way in our childhoods too. As, as Right, we would have too, but but if we were girls, oh, probably yeah, sure. a lot more so. Yeah, absolutely. Right, probably, not 100%. Uh, there's a quote from that Daily Beast article by Kevin Fallon I thought is appropriate here, like why it's popular. Uh, then the Barbie memes came, kept pour, came pouring in. Just when I had one, he's talking about how Twitter's dying, right? Just when I had one foot out the door, Twitter was throwing a Barbie-themed party I never wanted to leave. That's especially because, in a rarity, everybody seemed to be on board. While sure, some of the poster memes were funnier than others, it seemed like the whole site was enjoying it. That never happens. Unquote. Now, I disagree with that. I feel like some topic we talked about recently had some, everyone was talking about this, and it was a moment of joy on Meg, the internet. Megan. Meg Mithrigan was a big one. Mithrigan yeah. was like that? Okay. But, and there's been a Mithrigan meme, you know, Barbie meme, right. But I think even if this thing does happen, and even if it's not that rare, when it happens, it feels refreshing. Because the internet, especially Twitter, is such a site of fucking, you know, nuclear warfare right now. I thought I might stay over tonight. Why? Because we're girlfriend boyfriend. To do what? I'm actually not sure. Noah, would you have liked uh, Barbie meme, Barbie core <laughs> when you were a kid? Obviously, I didn't like Barbie when I was a kid. It was too girly, and I had an aversion to girly stuff. A by nature, and B by fear yeah, of by defensive masculinity. Yeah, absolutely, by yes. masculinity being suspect. Um, but I'm trying to imagine if this meme were going around, and I don't know my twenties. I mean, I think I'd still have the too girly thing, but I'd probably, you know, put my face on something or make some joke or something. Uh, I did think of one thing that I would be, quote unquote, like it more if I were younger, is that my terror of AI, I think if I'm in my 20s now, I wouldn't be so terrified of it because I wouldn't have the old man get off my lawn thing, because I wouldn't have established a career that, you know, might get murdered by AI, you know, stuff like that. So anything that had any AI element, I might be more engaged with if I were a young man. Well, actually, I would probably be more resistant to it, is what I mean to say. Um, I think that the pastel pink palette, you know, and the fe the femi nature, the high femi nature, really, really femi nature of Barbie wouldn't have been appealing. Um, I, I think I most likely would not have been able to see my way through the camp screen on top of all this stuff. Mm, you know, I mean, I, yeah. I, I get we're talking about Barbie qua Barbie to some respect where it is basically nice. this thing. Thank you. But 
you're also dealing with um, the overlay of the, the, the ironic construction. You know, there, there's definitely something very postmodern about what Greta Gerwig's going to do. And that's one of the reasons why today, as a 68-year-old man, I could get I can get interested <laughs> in this because I know it's going to get spun on its ear. Like the, the, the foot thing in particular, where she steps out of the heel and still maintains the tippy toe. That's a good that's a good visual gag. You do that in a movie. Yeah. It, te- it tells a yeah, little, it's, it's fine. A, yeah, it's, it's fine. a nice little curly cue. It's a gag. Deep. It's not a deep joke. It's a gag. But it's a gag it's that a sets gag. up something yet to come. Yeah. You know. But no, I I think like you, there's this idea that all the hard and fast gender roles that we grew up with, you know, that nobody really had to say outright, you can or you cannot do this. And here's the, you know, you have to play with Barbies and you got to play with Oh, Joe but Joe's. come on, dude. If you showed up, if you're a boy and you show up at school holding a, playing with a Barbie, yeah. you you would have had to deal with some shit. Yes. No, absolutely. That's we the thing. Kids. It's like, you know what? Like, I remember, um, was it Coleco or I can, who, who put, put, oh, Tonka, I think made Cabbage Patch Kids, right? No, no, it was Coleco. It was odd because we thought of Coleco being video games, but yeah. they yeah. were at least the first. And then I think like after the after it peaked, I think Hasbro bought them. Right. So so at the peak of Cabbage Patch Kids, they were Coleco, Coleco, which seemed weird. You know, yeah. and the thing is, is that they were trying to do the thing that like uh, Gillette razors did during wartime, which was invent a you know to jump from one uh, gender to, to another. Essentially, it's like men aren't here during wartime to shave, so what we're going to do is compel women to start shaving their legs. So right. we'll invent a new market for our razors. And it's like Cabbage Patch Kids, you know, saw this absolute runaway success with these dolls. And what they decided to do is say, you know what? These are not just for girls. These are not just dolls. This is a, yes. this is a buddy. This is a buddy. Right. That, right. That we don't... I, 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 a lot of boys could get away with having Cabbage Patch Kids. That's true. And, and they couldn't get away with having Barbies. That's no, for I sure. mean, we were too old for that, I think. We were just on the cusp of uh, being too old for Cabbage Patch Kids. I mean, I, I... Are you serious? I had a Cabbage Patch Kid. Oh, I did not. No, I did not. You did I thought they were... I thought they we were... We weren't too old for that. My sister I, had a Cabbage Patch Kid. She's I three thought, years older than me. Oh, I don't know. I just thought, like, this... I thought it was, like, little kid stuff. I thought it was, like, girl stuff, you know? There was always that... Every school had that spoiled girl who apparently had 10 Cabbage Patch oh, Kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking, like, oh, she's so rich and like. The whole myth of a Cabbage Patch Kid is your baby. So, like, it just... Even back then, I'm like, that makes it seem like trash that you have 10 children. <laughs> oh, looks like this beach was a little too much beach for you, Ken. If I wasn't severely injured, I would beat you off right now, Ken. So, Bill, is the, uh, is the, is the, is the Barbie marketing juggernaut, the success of the Barbie meme generator, whatever we're talking about, Barbie selfie generator, I think is what it's actually called, or any of the, the trends of people sharing it, is any of this a sign of the apocalypse? You know, I've, I've come to detest modern marketing. I, I say this, um, I have a friend uh, uh, who works in, uh, a podcast friend in California who works in marketing. That's her thing, and she's been doing it for years. She's really good at it. And it's like, I'm not trying to drag her or her industry or her skill set through the business because she's really dedicated. It's merely the result, I think, in a lot of cases that, um, you know, modern marketing is usually very poorly done. It's thudding. It's unimaginative. It is... Uh, misguided. It 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 it's, it looks like it's the product of too many cooks in the kitchen, and you know it pervades every fucking aspect of visual modern life. Um, yeah, but but on the other hand, this is this is a fun go at it. You know, where the, the cloying repetition it kind of accumulates into something fun. The the reasons why I sort of hate a lot of like again watching fucking advertisement for the Transformers movie that's coming up or some other dumb IP thing or Fast and Furious or whatever the fuck is on its way. But those ads all feel like the same. They and do. This, yes, they do. By giving people an activity, it inherently, A, it engages them more, so it works better as marketing, but B, 
it just it gives it more variation yeah. than just the same every tra- every Transformers movie, every preview. It's just the same fucking thing we see. I mean, all the Top Gun. Tra- I didn't see Top Gun. I mean, it was a big movie last year. I'm not. I'm not interested in seeing it. But it's like I. I could not tell the level of quality. All my friends went nuts on it based on the trailer. It's like you needed to an act of faith to go see it. And like you said, though, um, the tr- the truly ingenious part of this is that I am f- friends with some true sick fucks on Twitter, and <laughs> like the recombination. I went one way with it. It was really arch. But some people were like pulling uh, some of the Lucio Fulci. Like cada- oh, cadaver zombies and put him in the car next oh, next Jesus. to Marco Robbie, like it, it, but that's part of what's funny that's exact, about it. No, that's yeah, the point. Is it that, can be whatever you want. Like I said, a little girl can do an innocent meme and have a good time, yeah. and we could do sick, ridiculous it's garbage. Nice. NSFW. It's stuff. nice. It was scalable yeah. and expandable, and I what I loved is just when I think I'm making myself laugh and I'm making you laugh, someone comes at it with like the the fucking weird baby from Eraserhead. They're putting that in the you know, like I love shit. <laughs> like that that's like get as yeah, daring and as audacious as imaginable it's whatever you want it to be and i think that's why kevin fallon's right is part of the reason everyone can agree on it is it's so fungible to use a term from an old episode of ours uh yeah i mean i'm tempted to say this is the opposite of the apocalypse because one of the things i said i like about it is this is the right way to use ai this is the right way to to capitalize on self-regard and, and egomania and self-marketing this is the right way to recycle you know IP that it, that is flowing through our veins as Americans. But then I start thinking, oh, it's like the early days of the internet, right? Where the internet was just a toy, where we all gathered around the one computer with web access at my first job to play with that page where you could you could find six degrees of Kevin Bacon with any actor. You put in any two actors and you see how many, oh, I, what's the shortest route from one to another. Just, I, that, I was, up, that was the site we all played with. I looked up pictures so. of boobs. That was the first thing I looked at. You look up pictures of boobs. I looked up, you know, commentary on Batman. Yeah. But when the internet was just a toy, and I think we all knew in the back of our minds, like this thing in some way is going to crush us. <laughs> all right, finally, Noah, let's talk about jealousy. Does this mean, yes. I, uh, this could be premature because there's a movie on the back of it, but is this, does this mean yeah. cluster somehow trigger any jealousy in you? I, mean, I don't really see how. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. I, it's a little... I guess I had a body like those Ken. I mean, we're talking about something else now. Michael Cera, I, you, you know, want the Michael Cera physique. That's what you're looking for. Someone posted somewhere recently that they're like, come see my band called Michael Sarah Palin. And I'm like, that's just... <laughs> what the fuck? But there was a trend in the 90s to call bands that. There was like Scott Beowulf and, of course, uh, uh, a semi-big one was the Brian Jonestown Massacre. And I just feel like Michael Sarah Palin is just, I don't know. Should have named your band that 15 Kathleen years. Turner Sorry, Overdrive. Whoever that is. Yeah. Kathleen, I've heard of that, yeah. Uh, JFKFC. That was a good one. Um, anyway, uh yeah, I, I I don't know what I'm jealous of here, right? Um, nothing, really. Uh, you know, I wish I was young and beautiful. I wish I understood, I was less scared of AI, but uh, that's, you know, it's nothing really. Yeah, I think that, again, this is uh, calling the shot in advance. There's a chance that we could wind up talking about this movie come summertime. I have, uh, I have a, no way, no way. I have a feeling it's going to be a big deal, whether we talk about it or I not. I know, but I still don't want to talk about it because I just, I feel like, it's going to be too similar to this too soon. Uh, it could be. But, you know, look, by, by July... We'll a, talk about Barbie 2 in 3 It'll be a whole okay. different world by then. But unless... Um, <sighs> sure. You know, I, yeah, I can't see... There's not really a foot, a toehold here for... for um, I'm not... I'm. We're, we're, we're in the moment with everybody else playing the same game. We're not being denied anything. Uh, I have no great love of marketing, but I'll tip my hat to what they're doing. So, yeah, it's kind of an N.A. Um, and let's slide right into the ranking, Noah, on the Felonian scale. Yeah. 
Oh, Filoni, the Kevin Filoni of all of all the uh, bar, all of the Barbie yeah. related topics, all the Hasbro, yeah. Kenner, Mattel, yes. ColecoVision, um, uh, Ideal, Marks, Ideal, Worlds of Wonder, Tiger Electronics, uh, Tiger. I forgot about Tiger. Yeah. Uh, uh, Texas, well, Texas Instrument was more. What were Fish, you, Fisher like, Price, real, yeah. Fisher Price, yeah. that was little kid stuff. Lincoln Logs, uh, Tonka, yes. I like Lincoln Logs. Duplo, Lego, and Duplo. Duplo. My wow. my uh, my friend Alice uh, Swanson. Swanson. God, how do I? Alice Swanson. I'm sorry, yeah. Alice. I've only been really good friends with you. She doesn't listen years. anyway. It's all right. She does not. Alice uh, was trying to get a slang term going for years that to say that's so Duplo to say it's stupid or like. You got to be a moron to believe that. That's so Duplo. Oh, I don't see it. It didn't it catch on. Never really caught yeah, on. Yeah, never really yeah. caught on. That's so Duplo. Anyway, uh, so I looked at the last times we did like internet memes, internet trends, and this might be the last three we've done. Maybe there are others. Uh, the back rooms, mm-hmm. which, by the way, we did it a month ago. I was trying to explain that to someone the other day, and I just I utterly failed. It's too hard to explain a month later. <laughs> it's true. So many of the topics I like. I figure out how to explain it for one week and then I forget. Like I've already forgotten about, um, geez, I can't remember what it fucking was. Uh, anyway. Uh, so the most recent uh, Mimi topics we looked at were Backrooms, the Wednesday Dance, yeah. and, and Goncharov. Yeah. So here's where you would find the Barbie marketing on the XYZ axis, uh, the Felonian scale. You take Backrooms, Wednesday Dance, and Goncharov, you add them up, you get the sum, right? And you multiply it by four ninths. And that is precisely where you find uh, Barbie marketing, which is pretty good because, you know, we've totaled up those three things. Yeah. And all those three things, I think, had something something going for them. None of them were. Yeah, sure. Well, I didn't go with a meme because, again, I like to I like to compare, um, you know, apples and uh, uh, sewing kits. You know, that's my thing. Right, exactly. Uh, so I went a different route. I thought about something that had a real pop gloss to it. But, again, the whole point of this was the ephemeral nature because, again, this has already cooled off. It was a – I mean, it was a good pilot thing to get this in people's heads. They were already excited, but it really stuck something. They're going to have a good feeling in thinking about this later on. Um, and it was buzzy, and it—I I mean, other than the fact that what I compared it to had a lot of controversy associated with it, Barbie did not. But this made me think, from, of all things, Noah, of Montero from Lil Nas X, his very okay. uh, gay-themed video, yeah. just because that was such a uh, camp, colorful thing that was based on a pop iconography. Um, it made a lot that made a lot of people angry because they just sort of can't decode media images. They took it all too seriously. They hating no, they hate, no. and it had sort of overt queer themes that's all packed in there again with the camp stuff like that. And ultimately, you know, it doesn't mean anything now. It was a thing that came and went. It you know for for, for as big as Montero was in the moment that you couldn't you couldn't avoid it. I have no idea what was in that video. I have no idea. You how that see what I'm saying? Good. And it will be the same yeah, way with exactly. Barbie Barbie no, memes right. later on too. Yeah. All right, uh, so that's it for Barbie. Never to be spoken of again. You really think we could do this movie this summer as a topic? Um, I, I, my hunch is, is that it will be, a, it'll be a, could, it, it could go. We could have, could have okay, something fine. to it. Yeah, yeah, but we're not doing Super Mario now. We're not doing John Wick now. I'm well, that's because I'm, I'm fatigued. It. I don't want to talk about movies all the goddamn time. This is perfect fodder for our show. Rather this is than your non-movie, it's not watching like ten hours of succession. Activity. Yeah, that's every now and then. You know, I'm just saying it's like some things okay. I want. All right, fine. So, so this is the last we'll talk of Barbie at least until the summer. I would, 
I would argue beyond that. All right. But, so you know, if you want to find enjoy. past episodes, like, refer back to all these things we're discussing. Look on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Tweet to us at Noah and Bill Show. Write to us, Noah and Bill Don't Get It, gmail.com. Give us a review on the alligators because uh, that's how people find other podcasts. And they, they traffic begets traffic. Uh, I am on Twitter at William Scurry, always talking about Lil Nas X. And uh, I'm on I'm on uh, uh, Instagram. Similarly, it's you know you pretty much find me you know on all the socials. Also, YouTube.com/slash/AMC is where you'll find my video content. And here's Noah. Uh, I am I live, eat, breathe, sleep the big quiz thing. Bigquizthing.com. Uh, America's premier provider of corporate and private trivia events. Very excited. Very excited. And you know what I'm talking about, Bill. I do. Uh, I've done thousands of trivia events uh, for 20 years now. We're celebrating our 20th anniversary uh, on uh, all the media social and our website right now by looking back at some um, some of the questions I asked at the first big quiz thing. But more excited is after all these years, all these thousands of events, a mere two of them have uh, been staged outside, well, not counting the virtual events, have been staged outside the United States. And the third is on its way. I am headed to Dublin, Ireland. Dublin, Ireland, everybody. In, in less than a month to host a big quiz thing event there. And Mr. Bill, my European friend, will be joining me. Oh, it's going to be great. So we're going to, uh, we got to talk about this. We're going to record an episode in person there. Yes. I have a topic in oh, mind. Okay, let's save that for off okay. Micah, right? And a very, very appropriate topic in mind i'm open to others though so um anyway i'm bragging about that but you can learn about the big quiz thing at bigquizzing.com hire us for your corporate and private trivia event all shapes sizes colors flavors uh textures scents etc uh bigquizzing.com and i am on instagram at at the noah Tarno. so until the next episode when mattel changes the ken dolls to be doughy pale balding receding middle-aged men instead of the idealized versions of ken you see today we, we don't, don't get it, it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2023.